Hello and welcome back to Crystal Clear, the podcast where clarity is the goal, clarity in life, clarity in choices, and just being totally clear with who I am and where I desire to be. Crystal Clear is my affirmation. How are you doing? I hope you're doing well. There's a lot going on. So the most important question is, how are you doing? My God. Well, you know, since I can't hear you, uh, I'll tell you how I'm doing. I am doing fine. You know, um, I've been following this for quite some time. Okay. A lot of you have not heard me say, mainly because I haven't talked about it because I haven't been here since 2019. The last time I recorded was in December, 2019. So I have been away until now. Okay, so I went on vacation in January, right? And um, I did not buy uh, the Wi-Fi package on my cruise, okay? So we went on cruise from the 13th to the 20th, and we um, ported in Puerto Rico. And um, at that point, I have known about the coronavirus. And um, yeah. A part of me, a very large part of me, is tired of hearing about it. Okay, so bear with me. I know it's important. I know it's serious. But, like, this is a long time to be talking about something that we just took seriously two weeks ago. Um, so, yeah, I had a wonderful vacation. Um, don't believe I was exposed to corona because, you know, we definitely uh, did not have any signs. And at this point, it would have run its course. Uh being March and all. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just a lot going on. And so the very important question is, how are you doing? Um, I'm apologizing right now to anybody who has been waiting for me to get on here and say something, and, you know, just give my take or whatever, because I know that, you know, a lot of people like to hear from certain people and I have been dragging my feet, not for the negative purposes, but just to kind of get my head around how exactly I felt. And um, I'm going to tell you, um, throughout this episode that I don't, you know, really have a clear feeling beyond knowing that we'll be okay. We'll be fine. Um, I cannot speak for the Christians right now, but they are included in what I will have to say. I can't speak for the doomsday preppers right now, but they are included in what I will say. I cannot speak for the fearful right now, but they are included in what I will say. I cannot speak for the conspiracy theorists right now, but they are included in what I will say. Because if I'm being truly honest, I feel like I embody every one of those categories. Every last one. You know, I just really, really, really you know, understand how everyone feels. No one feels like any of the truth that we are given or any of the facts that we're given are sturdy enough to, you know, stabilize on. You know, it's just so much information out there and a lot of which isn't true, but a lot of it a lot of it which isn't thought out. And what what would one do? How can one cope? But to utilize, you know, their default settings. So we'll get into this conversation today. I'll give a few tips. Um, I'll, you know, maybe read the scripture or two. <laughs> Who knows? But I'm here and I'm talking and I consulted with the deepest depths of myself to, you know, fill out if I feel any real reason to be fearful. And now I don't. We're going through something that will survive. Okay. It's tough. It's scary. But ultimately, this is not the end. 
And that's what everyone should know. And because this isn't the end, we should not um, lean towards things that make us feel like we have permission to give up. So with that being said, let's get into the show. Welcome back. Oh, 2020. What are you doing to us? Oh, my God. Okay, guys, if you've been listening to my show for quite some time, then you know that I write notes for myself and um, I have a hard time if I don't write notes for myself, remembering the things that I think throughout the course of my day, if I'm at work or if I'm driving, doing chores, anytime I'm not settled in a place where I can jot things down that I'm thinking about. So I have found myself in a very weird position wanting to you know talk about everything I think because some of the ideas I come up with when I'm not near pen and paper are good ideas and I would really like to express those ideas and concepts on my show so I have enlisted help yes I have and so I have decided to move around with a journal slash planner anytime I am out and about just so I can, you know, hold on to the thought that I'm thinking for at least 10 minutes so I have time to jot it down or if I'm driving, you know, something to assist me in my day because a lot of my thoughts come when I'm working and this is why I subscribe to the theory that you don't necessarily need to stop working in order to fully, you know, focus on your creativity because a lot of creativity interferes during your work day, believe it or not. This is a tested theory. I know it to be a fact. But anyway... I have found this website. It is journalplanet.shop. And let me spell it for you because it's really cute and I'm all about it. It's J-O-U-R-N-A-L-P-L-A-N-I-T dot shop. S-H-O-P. So plan it. Well, it's a planet where it's nothing but journals and planners, but plan it, plan what you're doing. I love it. I love it. I'm going to drop a link in my description box, of course. And I will definitely add them when I drop the promo of this episode on my Instagram. So definitely follow and definitely check the description box every now and again, people. It's a great idea for a great resource. But yeah, I'm going to be traveling with the planner to stay on top of my episodes and my episode ideas. And even if I incorporate guests this season, I don't know I'm calling it a season. I don't do seasons. But this year, if I incorporate guests this year... I'll definitely keep up with a planner and I feel like that's my best help that I could do for myself until I'm ready to pay people. Okay, so please check that out. It might help you as well. Okay, guys, so while I am almost certain that a lot of us are just, you know, chalking 2020 up to be this awful year. I have a few theories in my mind. None of them have to be true for you. They're just, you know, how I cope with things, how I, you know, entertain myself with my thoughts, right? So initially, 2020, January, like I start my year off with a seven day cruise. It was the Disney cruise. So at that point of the year, I'm just like, oh, 2020, 2020, 2020, gonna be a great year. I'm gonna get a lot of traveling. Like, this is going to be so fun. What a new, exciting, filling year. Okay. <laughs> um, Yeah, I, I really did feel refreshed. It did seem like we were living our best life. Um, It was a family trip, so I learned a lot about family tripping. Believe it or not, me and my husband had mastered, you know, going on our anniversary trips, you know, without a child involved. But, you know, now that she's in school, we have to, you know, navigate differently. So, uh, 
you know, I do have a truancy court date. (laughs) You know, because I'm used to having a child that's not in school. So we would at least um, usually ship her, you know, Houston and uh, do what we have to do. And, you know, fly back and forth to Houston so we can scoop her up and, you know, do what we got to do. But, you know, her being in school changed a lot. So we're going to have to incorporate a lot of family time and personal vacation within the school schedule and off days. And also we're going to try to have to, we're probably going to need a house sitter, um, family member who can get the child back and forth to school because she can't miss that many days. Because again, I have truancy court. So that was a negative thus far in 2020, you know, planning ahead for vacation without realizing you'll have a school-aged child come September and or August and just, you know, get your feelings hurt. On the upside, child's very smart. Um, I probably talked about that in December. Doing very well in school. And so I'm also excited that in the time of the coronavirus, aka COVID-19, that her school is implementing online uh, classes and I am very impressed with the teachers and their personalities and their skills on video keeping the kids excited it also gives you you know basically an idea on how your children you know enjoy their teachers while in the classroom setting that you usually don't get to see so I get to see my little girl smiling at the teacher um, at her teacher when teaching because her teacher is very engaging and I'm just really excited to know that my child has had, you know, August through early March with this teacher that, you know, she clearly loves. So that's exciting. That's a part of it. Um, in February, my company, um, the one that I work for, uh, their systems crashed. <clears throat> I like to say our systems caught coronavirus first. <laughs> um, so... I don't know about anybody else, but I take pride in the ability of being on top of my job to the point to where I can take uh, a nine day vacation, come back, do what I have to do to get caught back up in a day or so and, you know, not miss a beat for like two weeks after returning for the system to crash all your progress that you've made, you kind of feel like you're losing your footing. Um, I'm the kind of person, I don't mind being busy, but I don't like to be behind. So that was an adjustment. So February brought on the challenge on the work front. And then um, here's March with coronavirus, you know, (laughs) and it's, it's like, I'm positive enough to take most things in stride. Right. Um, Like I said, I had been following this since the 20th of January because, you know, as soon as I got Wi-Fi or as soon as I got a connection to my phone, I was getting fed in like news about coronavirus on the Princess Diamond ship. So it's been out there and, you know, United States as a country may or may have not done all it needs to do. I really don't want to pinpoint anything in regards in regarding our president right now it's just the fact that here we are and I don't think we've seen the worst of it just yet but we still have a job personally individually to keep our minds together and you know focus on the positive and you know not let everything crumble around us okay so regardless of how we feel about the year currently this year still has time to be an amazing year Of course, we lost a great um, Kobe 
in January. And so I already felt, and this is what I said, like people were talking about the funeral. Um, Forgive me. I refused to watch the funeral. I, I told one of my coworkers, I already experienced a mild depression, you know, just understanding this man and his child died and the others that were in that helicopter. Like I cannot put myself through any more of that. And I feel like if we look back to 2016, when we first got uh, a Trump in the White House and how angry as a nation or upset or depressed we have been for so long. I feel like when you are depressed, um, when you are sad, when you are angry, distracted, you are susceptible. Okay. Now I don't want to be all deep and said, you know, our depression as a nation has caused this coronavirus or whatever, but I'm just saying it's that type of thing when we're not careful or whatever, this is the type of thing we invite with that type of negative atmosphere and environment. Okay. We'll move right on. Right. And so, um, the year, like I said, while it has been pretty tough to start, it still has a lot of year left to make it a great one. Also, let's just make it personal. How many of us, okay. How many of us, uh, personally, you know, just have our bouts of really positive actions and then really negative actions. Like we can pretend that 2020 has been extremely temperamental or whatever, but we as individuals are also right. And just like your mood can shift. So can this year. All right. So let's not, let's not get out of hand and, you know, pretend that we got to just skip to 2021 because at this rate, we got to respect 2020 for what it's doing. I like to believe this is the 2020 vision. So maybe it is helping our our vision. Maybe it is, you know, making us focus in our, on our priorities, which are our families and our at-home life and our personal health, um, how we feel, how we are mentally and things of that nature. So don't knock it, okay? Like you might not understand the method, the practice, the routine in which 2020 is going about getting its mission done. But trust, it's happening. Also, you know, if we look at 2020 like a young woman who is becoming and there are like suitors, possible suitors who would like to entertain this young woman because she's beautiful and she's new and ooh, all the great that she can bring, right? 2020 might not want to be claimed, y'all. I know at the start of the year, we were like, oh, 2020, my year. 2020, oh my God, this the year. And we were all claiming 2020 to be this great thing. And 2020 was like, no, I don't want your expectations. I don't, I I can relate to 2020. (laughs) I don't want the expectation. I can definitely relate with 2020. So we don't know what's going on, y'all. We don't know. We just have to, you know, trust that we're okay and, you know, enjoy the ride. Okay. Okay. So I, this is how I do. This is how I think this is how I wrap my brain around different things. Y'all might not like it. Some of you may love it. I don't personally care. Feel how you will. This is just my thing, right? So, but I wanted to give a shout out to all the people who are still out there. Um, all of the doctors and the nurses, all of uh, the the store operators, like people who work the cashiers, people who keep the shelves stocked, um, all the daycare people who have to take care of the children 
of people who work the medical staff or people who don't have, you know, the ability to stay home while everybody's supposed to be staying home and staying safe and whatnot. So I want to shout out to all the people, the scientists, everybody who can't stop going to work. Shout out to all of y'all for helping us keep running. I do feel like we're getting a new definition of what it means to have an essential job. Um, I don't feel like I have an essential job. I definitely have the ability to work remotely. Always have had the ability to work remotely, which I feel like is a great uh, decision on uh, part of, you know, the owner of our company to set us up that way. But I do know... um, the industry that I am in, we still service the public. And, you know, a part of our motto is to keep their lives running. And so a part of what we have to do is continue to function to keep a lot of people that we service lives running. So we we do not have the liberty for all of us to be home. So we are like, you know, skeleton crew at work or whatever. I've been at work. Um, Unfortunately, uh, I've been at work and, you know, I did raise a fuss because I didn't want to be at work with other people. You know, if I got to come because I have to function in my role, everybody don't need to be here. OK, it's easier to stay, you know, at distance from one another if we're not all here. It's also it's hard. Like once you decide to go out, you can't expect everybody to, you know, be on the same uh mindset of uh social distancing some people just think everything is a joke or whatever I literally had to get out of the elevator with some people who refused to respect after I announced my intent so I mean I don't want to be like you know you can't get to your car yet y'all can go I'll wait you know and so it's just like I'm doing my part as best I can in every way form or fashion not wanting to bring any sickness home not trying to panic not living in fear but doing what I can Um, This week, I do plan on staying at home the entire week. Um, I have set my my people up uh, up until, you know, the first week of April. And um, we will uh, revisit the theory of me going to work (laughs) at that point Um, uh, because I can work from home just fine. Uh, Also, what else? So um, I took time out. To create some coronavirus dues, okay? Things that you can do because you're at home, right? So the first thing on my list is to get active, right? So a lot of us, I know me personally, I find it harder to uh, work out in the mornings, which I feel is the best time to work out, mainly because you're fasted because you sleep overnight for like, let's say five to eight hours, however much sleep you get, you weren't eating. So that's a good time to get a workout in first thing in the morning and so now since you don't have to actually get dressed or you know do a whole lot of stuff as far as like traveling to work you do have the time not to wake up extremely early to get on a elliptical if you have one at home or whatever your gym setup is at home if you have that or you know cut on a video do a little workout I'm pretty sure YouTube at this point has videos there are tons of things that we can do on the internet to get our bodies moving first thing in the morning before we sit down at our makeshift desk so listen get active. Also, I think it's a great idea to drink more water, to stay hydrated, and there is no hall monitor at home, okay? Now, you might not feel like I do, but I do 
have this idea that there are some people who always have something to say about people who are always away from their desks. Whether they have valid reasons like being in the restroom or wherever they are. There's somebody always clocking for somebody else, looking for somebody else, worried about somebody else. And so you can drink as much water you as you need to. You can go to the restroom 30 times a day and nobody's telling on you in your house. Okay? So there is that. Also, I would like to tell people to do what you got to do to stay productive at home while working at home. Because if this can become something that can be implemented, you know, as regular, like people get the option to work from home certain days out of the week or certain so many days out of a month. I feel like that'll be very beneficial to our workforce. So definitely do not take advantage of this. Still remain as productive as you can. Take breaks as you need to. But work okay work 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 you are so blessed to be in a position to where you can function from home and get paid there's so many people who do not have jobs as of right now because they cannot go into a place and function okay so you're blessed also uh eat the food in your fridge in your freezer in your pantry eat that food instead of going out to these grocery stores And taking pictures of empty shelves, eat the food you have been looking over for the last month or so, plus eat the food, eat the food, make plans, make meal plans around the food you have currently. Let's make the best decisions. A lot of us have food that we just don't eat. I am guilty of this. So I know I can call other people out because I know I'm not alone. I'm never alone. Okay. So, okay. Eat your food, y'all. Eat the food you have in your house. I'm not saying don't go out and buy other food, but eat the food in your house. Figure out how to eat the food in your house. Let's stop being wasteful. Okay. 2020, lesson number one, stop being wasteful. Lesson number two, wash your hands. Sing happy birthday. Sing ABCs. I don't care. Wash your hands for 20 to 25 seconds each time wash your hands because it's been said that if you wash your hands with the cheapest soap you are doing enough to clean your hands and rid rid your hands of germs that means you are not spreading germs if you clean and wash your hands for 20 to 25 30 even seconds okay so don't be wasteful wash your hands or wash your hands and don't be wasteful however you want to order this i feel like 2020 is teaching us things we just got to take heed okay Also, while you're at home, organize your pantries and your bathroom cabinets. To all my hair junkies out there, I'm a hair junkie. I know I'm not alone. Repurpose some of your products. You can clean and sterilize your hair brushes and combs, which is a great idea right now. Um... You can, you can do that with your, the products that you don't use as much that you might not have liked or whatever. You can use that for just that purpose when you're sanitizing your combs and brushes and hair utensils, okay? So do that, all right? Um, your, your kitchen pantries, okay, figure that out because you need to look in there to see what you have because we need to be planning meals around these things, all those canned goods, all those perishables. If you're not going to donate them in a time like this, figure out how to use them, all right? plan meals all right also update your resume okay you uh you are at home all right if you do not like your current position once things get back to normal you can be ready to find a new job okay and um i have a great question for everybody 
that is looking to uh, be interviewing for a new employer once things get back to normal. First question that you should be asking these people, what were your safety precautions uh, that you took during COVID-19, during the pandemic? What did y'all do to make sure your staff was safe? Did employees have to uh, report to work? And if so, what changes are being implemented for future crisis? Okay? You need to be asking these questions because you don't want to work nowhere where they don't care about you. Okay? Where they're going to expose you, allow you to get sick. You don't want to be a part of those companies. These companies, these people need to realize the importance of making sure that they're safe. Okay? If you have a staff that you care about because the staff cares about you, you want to make sure they're safe at all times, at all costs. Okay? That's important. All right? And the best thing about staying home during this time is that you're not exposed to other people's energies. More so than being uh, protective over my physical health, I feel like I was protective over my energy. If I have decided that I'm not fearful, I had to protect my energy and staying that way, right? But when you're exposed to people and their germs, you're exposed to their energy. You're exposed to their fears. You're exposed to their negative mentalities. And it was such a great thing to be at home to where you're safe around the energy that you've created for yourself. So if there is no other reason than to stay to stay home outside of not being exposed to COVID-19, it is to stay home to protect your Peace, my God, so important, right? Okay, I did say there might be a scripture, so I hope you're ready. Um, This is one of the things that I do appreciate the church I was raised in for. Uh, This will stick with me forever. This is something we read, um, if I am recalling correctly, at the end of every service before it was dismissed. It is Psalms 91, the entire chapter, okay? He that dwelleth. In the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the follower and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers, and under His wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flyeth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasted at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked." Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against the stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder, and the young lion and the dragon shall trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me. Therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me. I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and shew him my salvation. I love it. Okay. Um, Psalms 91, the entire chapter, 
read it, look up the words. That was the King James Version. So I know a lot of the stuff was like, what? Who? But I feel like it speaks to such a time as this. And um, the reason you should have no fear. Okay? That's my contribution to the Christians. <laughs> Listen, if the Lord doesn't come back, we still have to be prepared to do what we were set upon, set upon the earth to do. I mean, a part of me feels like every time something crazy happens, that's what we run to. Oh, God about to come back. Oh, here come the Lord. And I just don't think that's the trust that God's require that God requires of us, you know, to assume that every time something bad happens, that is a sign of his return. Bad things happen. Unfortunate things happen. We keep moving. We keep trusting. We keep building in our faith. Okay? Everything is not a sign of the times. Everything is not the the signal for the trumpet to start blowing. I feel like a lot of this is um it is full of fear. It's fear mongering. A lot of this is not of God. You know, to assume that, you know, oh, this is what it is. I mean, I feel like the Bible does the best that it can to, you know, provide scriptures and knowledge and testimonies and, you know, different things for us to adhere to and look to for uh, direction in times such as this. But I feel like as an intelligent people, regardless of what we know, regardless of what we believe, we have to trust God beyond, you know, our fears. It is not meant for us to know. It is not meant for God to be dropping hints to us regarding the end. Um, if we're going to reflect to the Bible and believe what the Bible says, no man knows the day nor the hour. Okay? So he's not telling y'all. Okay? All right? Coronavirus is not, you know, helping y'all understand. People get ready to start going to church. Like, I feel like that's the most discouraging thing I hear. Not that I'm anti-go to church. It's just like, oh, why is it your go-to? Oh, where is your faith? Mm. Anyway, <laughs> that was not meant to bash any Christians. It is just, I feel like, to expose the weakness and for us to get stronger. Okay, quit leaning on your fear. Definitely quit leaning to your own understanding or whatever. Just be bigger than what your default setting tells you to do because if that's your go-to every time something happens guess what something happens all the time and while I believe you know God will come back or something will reveal itself or something will change or whatever the representation of it is because I'm not set on it being any particular thing because my faith grows way beyond I just I just really feel like we have to do better. That's it. That's all. I said it. Again, I would like to give another special shout out to journalplanet.shop. Again, that's J-O-U-R-N-A-L-P-L-A-N-I-T dot S-H-O-P. That's going to be in the description box because because of me moving around in a journal, I get to jot down all of my ideas, okay? And I feel like that is going to make my show more, my show more complete. It is going to make me feel better about my 
my end product because it feels more complete to me. I don't feel like I will ever listen to back look, listen back to a show and feel like, oh, I touched on everything, but I feel like this at least assists me in getting closer. So while sweeping this morning or whatever, I thought about the people pleaser. And I know that the people pleaser is something that we're always battling with, okay? Because a large part of us, the way we are raised and groomed, is teaching us how to, you know, follow rules of the school system or follow the rules at home. And this is not a bad thing, okay? These are not bad things. But unfortunately, it teaches us indirectly how to be pleasing to people, especially if you have the type of personality where you don't like to get in trouble or you don't like to be reprimanded or you don't like to be talked to. I'm describing myself right now. And so if if those are your goals, then you are steering clear of anything that could get you in trouble, which ultimately makes you a people pleaser because you are constantly denying yourself and your ideas because you're trying to be pleasing to others because you don't want to be on their bad side or you don't want to upset them or you don't, you know, just want them to think think negatively of you. So that's the issue with the people pleaser. But while I was sweeping, okay, sweeping, right? I realized that a lot of what we experience and categorize as a people pleaser is not actually that. A lot of people seem to be encompassing a lot of different factors that might be pleasing to some people or whatever. And if they're pleasing to too many people or too many different variations of people, somebody might coin them a people pleaser and are fake. But I realize a large part of who I am, I am being a human striving for my full expression, being myself to my fullest contradicting at times extent so there are a lot of things that I feel like that are a part of me that I believe in that I agree with that might not line up with every idea I have because there is just something within me that while I might be Christian I am totally against any group of people having issue with another group of people because of their uh sex or because of who they're attracted to or because of the way they live their life. I I just don't agree with it. And while I might support the gays or whatever, I don't necessarily like the fact that every time somebody of the church says something negative that they get bent out of shape to where they're more angry at the church. I feel like, listen, we have to understand people aren't going to never see it the way that you want them to see it, right? But at the same time, you got to be you. And the more that you be you, regardless of who likes it or not, the more they have to deal with it and accept it and understand it because you're not changing for them. I don't care if they call it wrong. I don't care if they damn you to hell. You don't change for them. You are who you are for you, right? And so like a lot of my views might contradict because I am trying to be my fullest self. I want to tell my truth to my entirety. I want my actions and my decisions to tell my truth, okay? Not only do you have to tell the truth, your life has to reveal your truth, okay? And so that is the first episode of Crystal Clear in 2020. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I definitely enjoyed recording it. And um, thank you for listening and 
come back and you know I might add some music to the next episodes or whatever but this is something that I felt was necessary and welcome to 2020 she's not what you expected but that don't mean you won't get everything you need do not neglect your dreams stop denying your truth and I hope you find the strength to do the hard thing and I intend to uplift someone some way somehow probably out of order but that's my ending all the same goodbye have a productive work week at home and if you are a part of the group of people that have to leave your house stay safe keep your gloves on and social distancing all right y'all bye